Welcome to the Sun Spice Wisdom Show, Ryan and Ashley in bed edition. Hi, honey. Hi. So we're, <laughs> we're not in bed. People made comments last time that we are not in bed. It's more about our kids being in bed. Oh, that is true. <laughs> it used so, to, we used to be in bed when we did it. It's Ryan and Ashley choose to talk on camera. Actually, it kind of forces us to talk about topics, which yeah. I like. Yeah, that is good. So today, what are we talking about? Fertility. Why are we talking about fertility? Um, well, I would like to have a baby. I would like to have a baby. <laughs> well, I mean, I would like for you to have my baby or whatever. Yes, I would be happy to have your baby. Okay. <laughs> we already have. So we have one to... We have one together we have one biologically together. Mm -hmm. and we have two together love wise. Yes. Yeah. So we have two children already. We'd like a third. And I think both of us feel like three is the right number. Three feels like the right number. Yeah. Okay. So. And I'm confident. I am confident. I'm going to say this. I am very confident that it will be a girl, which is why I think it's taking her so long to get here. It's going to be a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I really don't. So, but today you texted me what? Uh, I took an ovulation test <laughs> and it turned out that I was ovulating. And so, of course, I was just, okay, actually, that's not how the story <laughs> went. Let me back up. So I thought, you know what? Okay, well, we should back up way back up. So in the last nine years, I've probably had my period maybe three times. And I don't even know where my phone is, so it, it may ding for you. Don't away. need it, it dings from your, the computer actually. Um, okay, so for nine years, you've had how many? Maybe three. No, you've had more than that. No, were those, were those three that bad that I have this memory of the PMS? <laughs> Probably, yeah, they were intense. Ashley is much kinder when she is not menstruating, <laughs> so I gotta just keep every woman it. knows that. Um, well, it's, the truth is actually, I'm not on at like on a monthly basis, I'm kinder, but on a quarterly basis, it all comes to a halt usually. Are you saying every quarter you get really angry? Yeah, I'm, I would say. I've never measured it as quarterly. I would say that every six months there's a blow up. Six? Hmm? You, pretty good for not having good? had a period in a long time. Okay. So that's what you're thinking yeah. that the period is the cycle of like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because there's, even though I'm not like physically having the period and where I can physically release all the stuff, I still have all the emotional stuff I have to express out, which I'm doing better at finding other ways, not throwing want, plates at you or pushing <laughs> you or. I want to make sure that it's very. Sometimes, but I'm really working on it. I promise. I really am. I want to be clear <laughs> that my wife is lovely. Genuinely. Thank you. And when we got together, which was probably the last time that you did have a period, right? <laughs> yes, because I was promptly pregnant very shortly after that. <laughs> <laughs> but when we got together, I remember thinking like, Whew, it's hot in here. Tonight's a hot show. <laughs> Interesting. Um, How hot is it? <laughs> <laughs> Continue on, my, my love. I, I, remember, I remember being like, wow. I don't even know if she likes me. <laughs> During those moments, I would just be like, I think she'd, 
I don't, I, I don't think, maybe I'm not the one for her. I feel like every man can relate to that. They have to deal with a week of like, oh my God, who is this person? I don't disagree with that. But we're not allowed to say it or else well, because we're toxic. The, well, no, I, it's honestly, I mean, if, you, if we think about ancient times, you know, there was like the red tent. That was a thing. The women would leave and it was their time for themselves. So I, and it was such an important time. It was their that it was their like claimed time where no one wanted to be around them. So it was, it was apparent that they needed to like leave. So are you saying, cause I feel like I could spin that as very derogatory to women, like get in your red tent. But are you saying that this moment as a part of this process of fertility was, is, is to be owned or almost cherished? Oh Yeah. Yeah. And not having it, I know what it feels like to like not, it, it almost, it's easier if you're like, it's my time. All right. So everyone back the fuck off, you know, like I need some space. It's very apparent and everyone, like that energy is so clear. We're like me not having a period at times. It was like, doesn't anyone understand that I'm a woman still? Like it, it's, it's this frustrating thing where because there's not the physical piece of it, I think it gets lost in the weeds um, in the family unit of that, that piece being really important. Well, I've never had it, right? Well, so, of course you haven't. So, so, <laughs> so it's like many things in being a husband and yeah, being your partner, a partner yeah. to a woman. Uh, I feel like I'm often oblivious to things that seem very obvious to you. Yeah. Well, s- if I get it before I get pregnant, <laughs> Um, I'll make sure that you are aware of the calendar, you know? But I do think it's important, or um, I think it's interesting that what you're saying is it kind of is sort of lost a little bit. Yeah. And potentially the reason why I need a calendar is because it's not treated the way it should, which is this important part of the process of bringing life into the world. Yeah, it's literally like that week you could have created a baby. And this you is your punishment. You could have, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it's just like, instead of like holding on to it all to like build and create something, you're like, oh, let it, let it go. You yeah. know, it's, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's what makes me a woman. So you're quite the woman. It's very complicated. We're talking about fertility. Um, what, okay. So I have to go back to the story. You guys are all waiting. I know eagerly what is the story so i thought i would take in a um i thought i would take a pregnancy test because i was feeling like oh i thought i ovulated but i wasn't sure anyway so i took a pregnancy test so i thought but it wasn't it was actually an ovulation test and it was like very positive so i was like oh my god i was so excited and then i took a second look at it because i have like you know uh, you know if you're how a woman, many you have tests stuff. have you taken <laughs> in the last few years oh i've taken a lot yeah because we we haven't well a lot of it was i wanted to know if i was ovulating because sometimes i felt like i was but then i wouldn't have a period so it was really complicated you know it was, it was a really it was a challenging time i think at, at a certain point but i should backtrack so everyone no one thinks there's something like incredibly wrong with me i've just been breastfeeding for a really long time, <laughs> like a very long time in my life. And even the moments where I quit breastfeeding, sometimes it takes years for my milk supply to dry up. Thank you, mother. I know I got it from you. 
Um, we could literally feed a tribe of people. We could feed communities. So that's a whole Which other conversation. Which is a thing, apparently. We were watching that. Is it getting well? It's either called Well or I Unwell. Well. On Netflix. It's, it's worth watching. It seems to be a show about health and wellness from a very skeptical point of view. Which is, is nice and appreciative, but at times also like... Totally. And it, but it also decided to take oh, mother's milk. Oh, and talk about it. In a way that was a little strange to me. They picked they picked the worst characters for it. On purpose, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can check that out. It's not the greatest Ashley has show. lots of milk, not as much as the woman on that show, who's like, just... Oh, my God. You're just like, um, but really I, I do the colony. I do think it would be interesting, and this is weird for me to say as a man, but I know that it seems to me that you, this process of not having your period for because of extended breastfeeding yeah crazy. is maybe not as common i don't think it's always common no i think for some reason my body produces a lot of prolactin which is the hormone that gets released into the body that basically says like you're creating life or you're feeding life it's very it's a very important hormone to have therefore like you can't, it, your body tries to protect itself and hold on to as much as it can to save your nutrients. So and, you're not going, so you can, uh, this is going to sound so dumb, right? No. Like, I don't know anything. So when this is happening, you can still ovulate, but you won't. I actually don't think it's common to ovulate. Gotcha. Um, I think once you're, I believe when your prolactin levels are a certain, are a certain percentage or they're high enough that it, it is actually more common for you not to ovulate. Um, that being said, I think some women can manage breastfeeding and still have a period. And I, I think actually most women do. I don't know the like exact ratios involved in terms of hormone secretion that would impact that. But for me, but it seems like potentially your body's now waking back up. The first step Mm -hmm. is ovulation and then sort of the full period process. Yeah. Anyway, so yay, I was ovulating. I was not pregnant, which is an exciting step as a woman because Because we get to have sex. Yes, we get to have (laughs) sex because and that's where he was implying I sent him the text message. Guess what? Uh, which is funny because I don't think I've ever done that. You've never texted never done that. that. It's, because our first time getting pregnant was a total accident. Yeah. Now we're like consciously trying to conceive yeah. and it's actually really hard. The first time, which <laughs> I find interesting because you're talking about not having a period. But the when we had Will or when you had Will, um, the doctors and the midwives were really concerned because the dates were all screwed up. Oh, yeah. But it turned out you just didn't have a period for a month. Yeah. So they thought that he was extra small yeah if i'm stressed out or something's going on and we realized i had moved we had just i had moved in with you correct and it was a huge change so i was a little stressed out and there's a lot going on so i and we just so happened to you know have our things meet Mm -hmm. during the time where you didn't so it caused all the stress so that's another thing too that as we're talking about this i know this isn't directly fertility but what it is is that every woman clearly is so different so different because that was my main takeaway when i because i assumed when i went into this with you i'm like okay we get the book and we read about how the baby happens right and then i'm gonna somehow which is ashley will tell you 
whenever we have something big happen in our life, my goal is to just expert on it, right? Like I'm just trying to learn as much as I can as quickly as possible. But you realize really quickly when it comes to pregnancy, that's impossible. Yeah. And then I remember talking to like scientist friends afterwards. And they're like, yeah, it's biology. Biology is unpredictable. It's not physics. I'm like, no one told me that. And when you go to the doctors, they certainly act like it's physics. They're yeah. like, yeah, this is what sh should happen. And then when it doesn't, they're like, huh, guess it did happen that way. Yeah. But, um, okay. So one thing, the funny thing about this is that when I first brought up the idea of talking about fertility, I was actually thinking a lot about male fertility. And now, yeah, just went which on you it. were talking about that sperm count, not masturbating. Oh, we're going to go testosterone. no fab. We can go no fab. We can go no fab. And then I can talk about what I believe to be one of the biggest reasons why uh, we were having large uh, infertility within women. Interesting. So, both. Which I think is also similar to men, actually. Both Ashley and I are interested in the fact that there is lower fertility rates amongst men and women that have been decreasing for decades. And, and which is just a side note. And at the same time that fertility is decreasing, uh, sexual like activity is also decreasing amongst younger generations. So you're having like a double thing happening, which I find very fascinating talking about uh, population, but that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. And I, and I'm not researched enough in this, but I know for example, that Japan's actually worried about this. Yeah, it's been a thing. I remember when I had the my online dating app, I I, I started looking into this because it was, mm. I was looking into relationships and sexuality and all these things. And I remember Japan kind of was like at the, the forefront like, in terms of everyone like, have sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I think leave your homes serious... and go on dates. Mm -hmm. Well, for their economy, you know, you think about an economy that all of a sudden stops humans. making humans. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, so, well, who's going to run all of these businesses one day? Who's going to... Yeah, and that's yeah. that's sort of like the mini steps removed. But to get back to this idea that there's lowering fertility, um, I've tried to research this, but there's very conflicting viewpoints on why this is happening. And it seems to me that... What does NoFab mean? Oh, NoFab? Yeah, just so people know. You know, I fapping is masturbation. Okay, so fapping is called. It's like a like a it's like slang slang. And I, maybe someone watching knows exactly what it is, but I just know it as like if you Urban Dictionary, it, you're it's gonna flap. get ma, fapping is masturbation. Fapping. Yeah. So no fap is no masturbation. Interesting. So okay, I'm gonna take a step back before I dive into no fapping, which is to say that there has been this decrease in male fertility. There's also a decrease, some studied, some don't agree, but in testosterone levels within men. And I love that you're wearing a hat this time. Last time you had I, a, so, so I made a, a yoga choice. bun. And yeah, so I just figured when I'm on this show, I have to look stupid. So, but now you kind of look like, like a, like a my, this is my mycelium hat. mushroom man. Mycelium mushroom man. I don't know. I think maybe it's like. So this hat make hat. me looks <laughs> makes me look um, creative in a lot less square than I am. Oh yeah, yeah. but in a way, my fan, you know, this is the hat that Last my family. Last week you're my yoga of. guru. This week you're my. I'm whatever you want, baby. Okay. Just let's make a baby. Um, <laughs> okay, so back to fertility and the and the concept 
of nofap and growing testosterone, et cetera. Um, I was turned on to the concept of masturbation being correlated with less sex, being correlated with less testosterone, being correlated with less, lower fertility. And that is a controversial perspective. I Googled, I knew we were going to talk about this, so I was like researching it today. And I found studies that said that masturbating increases testosterone and studying that says that masturbation decreases testosterone, uh, you know, long term potentially and the abstinence increases it. So these are topics that are largely anecdotal and there's not a ton of evidence on. But um, what it's clear, what is clear is that masturbation decreases uh, your desire to have sex, right? So that portion of the conversation of people having less sex, right, is connected to people masturbating. One of my big fears with children, specifically male children, is pornography. Yeah. I myself have consumed pornography. This is not something that's going to be surprising to people. I don't like it. And it was probably the only thing in me that I thought was bad, where I just, I don't like that I did it. And I'm, I don't judge people who do it, right? But yeah, I never felt good about it. What, and can you talk like specifically what it is that made you get that feeling? Huh. I've never thought about it that deeply, but it's like, this energy shouldn't go to a video of a woman I'm never going to meet, know, care about, think about. And I always felt that, but I never really thought about it. This brings us to NoFab. So NoFab is basically this community online of people. I don't even know if it's community. It's kind of like Antifa. It's not a community. It's just, you know, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's not real, but it's real. Um, yeah. But if you click on enough YouTube videos about any topic, you'll find 6,000 YouTube videos about a topic. And the rabbit hole. one day I went down the NoFap rabbit hole and there were a lot of people who were speaking to additional energy from less masturbation, more attraction to their partners and their partners being more attracted to them. Anecdotal evidence for individuals that about, is definitely true. about testosterone growth. And frankly, when you ask like, why didn't I like it? There was a part of me that just kind of knew I shouldn't be doing it mm. as much as I was. And I wasn't like crazy or anything. I wasn't right. like- What, what happened that one like, time when you went to the doctors and they were like, do you have a issue with, <laughs> what, what, what did they call it? When I was, when I was in my early twenties, I was, I was getting a checkup, like a yearly checkup. And the doctor's like, uh, you know, the standard, do you do drugs, all this stuff. And then they're like, are you addicted to, to porn? And I just blush. And then I'm like, well, <laughs> what's what's addicted? And they're like, well, three hours plus per night. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I am not addicted to pornography. So you're like, people can do that? Yeah, exa that sounds terribly painful. Yeah. Um, so it is not that like that extreme by any means, but I always in my gut felt like it wasn't something I should be doing, Yeah. right? So as I'm seeing these people say, there's all these benefits, uh, I was just like, hell, let's give it a try. So I'm now four months, five months into NoFap. 
Uh, and it has been hugely beneficial to our sex life. Yeah. Um, you're huge... looking good too. Like your testosterone has clearly increased, and I can see we it haven't tested your... this. And there are people who see say that's not true, body. but I feel like I can put on muscle a yeah. lot, a lot easier. And that yeah. was one of the things that there are like bodybuilders speaking to this idea mm -hmm. that you know you're pushing stuff out of your body that yeah. has some value. So well, it's extremely nutrient dense. I mean, my understanding is. It's I never like, know whether that's a lie that, that people, no, that people I mean, say to get women to Google like it. Let's Google it right now. Or other men or whatever. No, let's just Google it. And okay, see. you can Google it. So to get back, though, to this idea um, of a lack of fertility, right? I think there's definitely a correlation, even if I can't control... Sperm contains vitamin C, B12, ascorbic acid, calcium, citric acid, fructose, lactic acid, magnesium, zinc, potassium, sodium, fat, and hundreds of different proteins. Interesting. It, is, um, it can be between two and... F oh, wait, no, just kidding. It's, so there, there's lots of calories in it. There's lots of calories and nutrients in it. And kind of the point... One teaspoon has about five to seven calories. This is not a show for children. <laughs> apparently, apparently we're going to talk about semen. Sorry. <laughs> children, go to this bed. Is, this is why it's Ryan and Ashley in bed. It's after hours. Yeah. Our kids are in bed. Hopefully still they're, they're upstairs. Um, okay. So I did. So yeah, well, let's just, I mean, let's not think all naughty about it for a minute. Like it's it, that, that's a lot of nutrients for you to just throw away, throw away. That's the whole point of no fat. When you get down to it and you don't make it about like, uh, like masturbation, all this, the question is, <clears throat> are there things within your body that you should keep within your body mm -hmm. that will benefit you that you're currently throwing down the drain? I would take some B12. Added B12. There's a joke in there that I don't need to dive into. <laughs> but so when you look at why people are infertile, specifically men, it's diet, it's obesity, it's exercise, it's all these things that are just gen generally how you stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And you then compare that to, oh, well, if there are benefits to keeping these nutrients within my body, which I'm sure there's going to be doctors being like, this is BS. As far as I can tell, there's not enough research on this, right? For there to be anything but anecdotal evidence or theories. But <clears throat> the point being that if, it, if we're going to go take, uh, like I take B vitamins, right? Every day. Should I throw that away or should that stay inside me? Mm -hmm. Right. And that pushed me over the edge on it. And I, and I, I, like I said, I feel a tremendous benefit, even if there isn't a real benefit on the testosterone, even if there isn't a real benefit on the fertility, which I believe there are, which because testosterone is linked to fertility. Mm -hmm. At the very least, I want to have more experiences with you, my partner, which is hugely beneficial to making that baby we that want. Making that baby, yeah. I mean, on the on the female side, I mean, when it comes to fertility, it's it is really complicated, um, and you have the standard like you, the diet, you know, the lifestyle, your environment. Um, but to kind of piggyback and add deeper into like your environment or your sort of emotional state, uh, being stressed out. I mean, you, we know if we're super, super stressed out, we're not like, Hey honey, 
And although we're really proud of ourselves when we are stressed out. And we work through it, yes. And we work through it. And at night we do like yeah. snuggle up. But when you we th- when you think about just on like a primal level, when you're when the body is stressed out, you're producing all these stress hormones, cortisol, you know, I mean, even, I mean, um, what's the other one? Adrenaline, like all these things that will secrete out of our bodies when we're in this place where we feel like we need to like run from something that's going to kill us. Right. And I talked, I've talked about this in the past, but it's this idea that like we are the new chasing tiger, so to speak of our life or like our inbox not being at zero or us being stressed out about, you know, being late to a meeting or not finishing an assignment that we had to finish. And so we can only handle so much of that when the responses are still the same, where we start giving out all these stress hormones and the body, when you, when it does that, it has a serious physiological effect and it tells the body that you, you should not be making babies when there's a tiger chasing you. So you should be running for your life. You're saying that people have such a messed up perspective of their inbox that it it makes them infertile? It's, I mean, I'm not, I'm just giving examples of one of many things. And I feel like, you know, coffee's another one or caffeine, right? You could add that. So you have your caffeine, your adrenaline's already pumping. Now you're stressed out because your inbox is full. Now you realize you're going to be late to pick up your kids. Now you realize you're not going to make it to that meet. It's like these compounding things that keep us in this state of chronic stress. And chronic stress is actually what I believe many, I know Americans suffer from. I've been, you and I both have, have gone in and out of suffering from it. But to look at it and realize what chronic stress actually, I mean, take a quick Google search. How does chronic stress affect your body? And you'll realize that it is a, it's a serious issue. So <clears throat> there's one of my favorite people to listen to speak is Dr. Drew. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he took this from somebody, but he always talks about how there's nothing free in biology. Mm-hmm. Right. So going back to this idea of if I expend something, right, this core concept of no fap, if I expend something, it is something. How much it is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. But just like if I do get stressed, that has the uh, there's there's something happening to me. Yeah. If I do eat the shitty food, there's something happening. To yeah. Me. That, well, that's a form of stress, right? Sure. Yeah. But the point being that it doesn't have to whether or not you can prove it. One hundred percent. There are people so stressed about their inbox. They're infertile. Yeah. It well, would be my gut. Idea... Like, I, would, I would bet on that. I'd yeah. put. Vegas odds on that. Totally. It's just a simple, I mean, we can break it, we can dumb it down as the simple idea, which I, you know, I I remember when you said something, you were like, well, I just think of my, myself and my health as like energy in, energy out. Right. So how much energy out are you, are you giving and are you getting the equal amounts of energy back in? Yeah. And what does that look like? Um, and, and basically the nofap is, I don't know if I'm putting enough energy in so I can't put it out. <laughs> Like I would say, I would say, and sorry for continuing to go back to this, but I would say like, if you find yourself at the end of the day, not wanting to be with your partner yeah, and you put that energy out somewhere else, I'd be like, well, why? Yeah. Why'd you do that? Yeah. Well, and with women, we're, we just want to like take on the world. You know, we're in this phase or many are in this phase where they feel like they have something to prove. They need to. You are. Well, 
I'm definitely, well, I mean, okay, there's the, there's the healthy version of that. I'm not saying you're unhealthy. Um, well, I mean, I'm, okay, so I'm actually speaking in a less productive place when I'm talking. We all have our passions. Yeah. And we have our driving forces of what we're here to express, right, mm-hmm. while we're living. And then we have, well, I just want to prove something. And so in order to prove it, I'm going to make sure that I can do it as good as anyone else, as good as my boss, as good as my friend, as good as a man, like whatever it is, we have this thing and we'll, and women are really good. We're really good at proving that we can do everything because we can, but it comes at a cost because again, energy out, energy out, energy out, who's feeding you. And I feel like that when we get down, I mean, that's a very broad statement. But I think that's at the core of a lot of, of of a lot of infertility. So this will take us back to the caffeine conversation, mm-hmm. which is to say that you're talking about women needing to prove something. Men have that too, right? I, mm-hmm. I hear you. Men have that too. But something that I've been really focused on with myself is energy out towards other people, right? Mm-hmm. So I can be better than my boss. Who cares? Yeah. Right? Maybe your boss sucks, right? right? Like so, so, so when it goes to energy out, where are you pushing it? Yeah. And what I find is when I'm overstimulated, right? Which is something that happens on caffeine. Mm-hmm. When I'm overstimulated, I'm pushing out energy to all these different places that are less clearly defined. There's less purpose for it. And I very much in line. And Ash will tell you this. I do things in these like cold turkey, hardcore ways generally. Mm-hmm. And the no fat transition and no caffeine were very close near each other. Oh, yeah. And the reason for that was I felt this like, oh, my God, I'm so eh, bah, 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 everywhere. And yeah, I felt a very strong difference by refocusing energy towards myself. And only outwards towards very specific things, which may point to this idea that if stress is this big factor into fertility, Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like stress is very closely correlated to how many different things you focus on. Yeah. Well, and I also think, you know, we talk about this idea of like energy, right? And power. And I feel like that the, these parts of our bodies are actually our, our power sources. This is, I mean, think about it. It's, these are the most powerful places in our body. I hope yours has a baby right now <laughs> happening, too, too. right? The most Build powerful thing a human can do. <laughs> um, and you can only disrespect it for so long before it's going to kind of say, ah, F you, I'm not going to give you what you want. You keep disrespecting me. I would love any, if anyone watches this, any thoughts on fertility? There are decades long. We've just become less and less fertile. You know, is this Mother Earth saying there's too many of these freaking humans? We need to lessen them. Or, you know, is it correlated to what, what it appears to be, which is diet? But um, it's a very interesting thing, in my opinion, that ac- across the globe, on average, We've had less and less fertility yeah. for decades now. I think it's most likely having to do with shitty food. Yeah. Our energy in is much worse. Yeah, Campbell's got to the... Got to Campbell's, the- you're just, just 
they just go into the bus. I feel like they're way worse. Well, can- there's like canned food, right? Okay. Is canned the worst you can do? I feel like we have literally food that's just chemicals. And oh, you just went up. for things in cans. <laughs> things in cans may save us or, when there's well, nuclear Okay, so winter. here, I mean, the biggest, I actually think one of the biggest ones was this idea of packaged food. Because packaged food had to be preserved by... Okay. State if by things that were shelf stable, right? And what shelf stable happens to be fats that are really, really shitty for your system. To be fair, the can that is fully closed is much better at dealing with things not attacking it. The real bad stuff is probably whatever's in plastic sitting on the shelf for for two years. Yeah, the plastic is is worse than the can. By I mean, a, by a lot. I... This reminds me of people going after frozen stuff. Where no, it's just I'm like not... I know you're not, but I'm saying like if something can sit out in the open, right? The like I saw some ad for Burger King that was done in England and it was just a moldy whopper. And they're like, we're better than McDonald's because our stuff molds. And then like the, the, the have you ever seen the thing where yeah. they're like, this is a quarter pounder for six years ago yeah, and it yeah, just and looks it just the same. Stays. Yeah, no, I've seen that. So we we literally fueling, we're fueling ourselves Mm -hmm. with things that are no longer food and we're asking our body to just act normal. Just be, just be chill about it. And this is how I transition us to buy Sunspice. It's a great (laughs) product made from whole foods that is a drink to replace your coffee habit. I'm I'm not kidding, but I, the, the themed (laughs) product is power. Oh, why is why is what I'm drinking right now? Why is power? Can I have a sip? Uh, there's maca in here, collagen. Why is so maca of my libido? It is a libido booster, aphrodisiac. It also tastes like pumpkin pie. Yeah, which I like. I was actually (laughs) thinking it will be it would be a great one to add um, a little bit of pumpkin spice to. So we can be real basic pumpkin latte. We can be just like basic. Well, it's not basic. I don't actually know how to use that word. I also don't know if it's a word you use anymore or if I'm just old at this point. I don't really know what is like, what is the slang? I don't like the other word that goes with it. It's a basic B and being in the presence of my wife and being, I don't like that word. Basic bitch. There we go. You can say it. You're a woman. What does that mean? I don't know. Someone who drinks pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, I'd just like, like super, <laughs> like super plain Jane is, is, would be plain Jane be the nicer version of that? I don't know. Yeah. Like a s- suburban housewife in training. Mm. Yeah. There's anyway. nothing wrong with a suburban housewife in training, but that's not, that's not me. Nothing wrong with anybody. Nothing wrong that's with not nobody. True. That's not true. There's, There's definitely... Um, okay, so back to the topic. We've been rambling. Can so we I, talk about cutie for a second? I don't want to. You don't? Not, I mean, no. It's just too... People got too bent out of shape. Just I'm of the opinion that most stuff, just if you don't pay attention to it, it dies. Yeah. Right? So it's like, I don't want to I don't want to give power to something I think is horrible. Do we unsubscribe from Netflix? No, that's dumb too. <laughs> That's giving attention. That's true. Just just don't pay attention. How many movies have been on Netflix that no one knew knows were literally they spent fifty million dollars or something on a movie yeah, but that this no one, one is saw? Like eleven year old girls. 
there are plenty of offensive movies that we don't care about and we just let them pass let them fail if there's one thing i believe about hollywood is if something fails it disappears yeah yeah the sad thing is it's like it's getting like bad publicity is publicity so potentially everyone's gonna watch it all publicity is good publicity is something i definitely believe because attention breeds attention yeah we hope we get some attention from this and hopefully i didn't yeah, offend too many people talking talking about extensively it. about masturbation <laughs> well i think the you not masturbating is overall good a good thing and it was something that bothered me in our relationship a little bit yeah it was actually and hard for me just so you know there was the only thing that was hard for me was knowing that that, that bothered because pornography bothers you a lot it does it doesn't bother me. And it doesn't I bother. Like and for us, other people, it doesn't bother them either. They like yeah. have it. It's like fine for them. They just have a total great relationship and they can watch porn together and it's a part of their dynamic. And that's like, that's great on them. Good on them. It's just, it's not me. I don't Why? know. Why? Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's too easy. Dig in. Therefore, it's disrespected. I think anything that's too easy, you can't have a lot of respect for it. So you believe, and I'm just going to say this objectively and not add in my opinion, you're saying that sex has a lot of value. So it shouldn't be easy, simple, made in this way that's so easy to consume because it's impossible to respect to the degree you need to in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you become obsessed over it. If it was really hard to watch porn, would it be okay? If it was really hard to watch like, it. Like if you had to really work for it? Because you're basically saying like, it's so easy, but what if it wasn't? What if I had to run a marathon? <laughs> Is that respecting it enough or am I like totally breaking this analogy? I don't know. I mean... I guess what I'm getting at is, is it on its head? The idea of like an industry where we film people having sex you it think just, it's wrong it it's not it's about it's this idea that i be, i strongly believe and i think we're seeing it and we'll continue to see it that it devalues human to human connection and interaction there's a devaluing there and we i i believe we're seeing in lower generations and we'll continue to see with this devaluing a disconnection of true authentic human interaction and connection. And that is my big issue. There's nothing more intimate than that type of touch. Mm -hmm. And we're digitizing it. Yeah, it's disgusting. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. And good like on the... you if you do it. But from that's just where I stand. I yeah. mean, it truly, I mean, it, and I'm, I'm not afraid to say that at all. I'm, I'm actually, I'm proud that I'm, I feel confident to say that to cool. everyone who knows me. <laughs> You're going to get like friends who are sex workers being like, what? I'm sure. Know. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean. You are, despite what the world is today, you are entitled to your opinion. Abs thank you. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Uh, we'll see if the world agrees. I don't, I don't need the world to agree. I, that's I where I'm at, that. right? Energy in, energy out. Energy in, energy out. You don't got time for them. That's their yeah. problem. Yep. Well, anything else you want to say about fertility? 
No, I think we covered it pretty well. I think that if anyone has any thoughts, questions, ideas, I'd love anyone with more knowledge than me to speak on it, to comment on it, send us links. This is something, as you know, we want to have another baby. So I'm, I'm the researcher of this family. So I just, I like to read. Makes my job easy. I just send you You a link. You just do the research and then I'll talk about it. (laughs) Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you very much. Have a lovely night.